Okay, Agunar of Shabbos, everyone. Thanks for bearing with us. Third shir of the day on Hoidu. You know, we've uh, spent many shirim on Hoidu. We began by saying the first part of Hoidu was composed and commissioned by David Amelach. He sent Asaf to compose a song to be sang by the Tamid Shoshachar. It begins Hoidu and it ends Atigu b'Meshichay uven v'Ay al The second part of Hoidu begins Shirul Hashem Kala Aretz, and it ends Raimimu. It ends It ends Baruch Hashem Lekei Yisom in Ha'Olam v'Yad Ha'Olam v'Yomru Chol Ha'Am. Amen v'halal Then begins what is called Gidol. Reb Schwab has a major thesis that in Baruch Sha'amar, the word Shavach appears five times. And it says, Negadelcha, Neshabechacha, Unifa'ercha, V'nazkir, Shimcha, V'namlichacha. Each one of these five statements are a headline for five parts of Pesukah de Zimra. The first part of Pesukah de Zimra is called Negadelcha. We will magnify God, but more correctly, it doesn't mean to magnify, it means to braid. And we explained that one way of braiding, braiding tefillah, one way of praising Hashem, is not just to take one chapter of Tehillim, but to pluck similar verses from different parts of Tanakh and weave them together. And so far we've learned that there are seven braids in Haidu. The first is the bowing braid. That's the first braid. The second braid is the braid of Rachamim. The third braid is the braid of Oiz. The fourth braid is Nekama. The fifth braid is Tzvakais. Hashem Tzvakais Imanu. Hashem Tzvakais Hashem Techbach. The sixth braid is Hoshia. Hashem Hoshia. Hoshia Samacha. The seventh braid is the braid of Itachain. Nafsheinu Chiksal Hashem Ezreinu Magneinu. Kivoyismach Libenu Kibashem Kachabatachnu. But after that braid, of Nafshenu Chiksal Hashem, Ezreinu Magneinu, Kivoyismach Libenu, Kibashem Kachabatachnu. We pray to Hashem that God, we want you to show us your chesed. We don't just want this to be potential that we have bitachon in you. Harinu Hashem chastecha. Show us your kindness. Kuma ezrasalanu. Arise. Help us. Ufedenu laman chastecha. So that was the seventh braid. And we davened, Hashem, show us your kindness. And now, finally, after at least ten shiurim in Hoidu, God is going to respond to us. Hashem tells us, Anoichi Hashem Eloikecha Hamalcha Meeretz Mitzrayim Harchev Pichavam Aleyu I am Hashem your God who took you up from Egypt. Open your mouth and I'll fill it up. Now I'll tell you the truth. I could have gotten away, done two shiurim, 
we did, you know, a few vartlach on the parsha and the Elokadamer Aneni, the Tefillah Moshe, we could have called it a day. But I didn't want it to go by on the parsha of Anoichi Hashem Aloikech Hashar Tzisicha Me'aretz Mitzrayim to lose the opportunity to study the Pasuk Anoichi Hashem Aloikech HaMalcha Me'aretz Mitzrayim. The first thing we have to know is after we ask God, save us, show us your kindness, Hashem says, okay, you strengthen yourself in Bitachain, open your mouth to ask whatever you want, even the biggest request, and I'll fulfill it. And when we hear that from God, you know what we say? Wow. Ashrei ha'am Ashrei ha'am We respond in overwhelming joy. If we have a God like that, God says, ask me whatever you want, I'll give it to you. Now, this requires great study. Is God really saying, ask me for whatever you want and I'll give it to you? Okay, God. Here, how about a Porsche, a Lamborghini, a yacht. I'll take a a summer home, a winter home. I mean, I could think of a lot of things that I might want to ask God. I mean, is God serious about this? That we could ask for anything? Anoichi Hashem Aleikecha? I took him to just ask for whatever you want. By the way, Rashi and Tehillim says, Harchiv picha, lishal mimeni, kol tavas libecha, vamaleu, kachasher tishalamsa. Open your mouth, make the biggest request, and I'll give it to you. Okay? So, okay, I'm not going to ask for money. God, my children, they should grow up to be successful. They should get good shaduchim. They should, I don't know, ask for anything. What does this mean? In this week's parsha, we have the pasuk Anoichi Hashem Aleikacha Asher Hoitzei Sicha Meyaretz Mitzrayim. It says God took us out, but here we say I am the Lord who took you up. Where else in the Chumash do we have the expression God says I took you up? In Shmini. This is in the aftermath of the mitzvah of the command not to partake of shkatsim v'ramasim. Don't eat worms, grasshoppers. I remember when I was a kid, my father used to give uh, Kirov seminars. He started by giving it in college campuses uh, in the United States. And one time he was invited to speak in South Africa. He went to Durban. Uh, and in South Africa, they have very big shuls. And when he was there, he brought home a menu of uh, what they eat in South Africa. So they eat coated crickets and um, high-end worms and other such delicacies. Crocodile ribs. So the Torah says, don't eat that stuff. In Egypt, they dine on crocodile ribs. I don't want you eating that stuff. Because I'm the Lord, Hamala Eslam. I took you up. I took you up. Rashi says that I only took you out of Mitzrayim that you shouldn't contaminate yourself to Shratzim. Umal It's an elevation for you. That's why it says Ma'ala. So Rav Shimon Schwab in his amazing parish on the Siddur, he says, what is God saying? Open your mouth and I'll fill it. 
And why does he say, I took you up from Mitzrayim? I understand why in Shemini it says it. Because God is saying it's an elevation for you. But why in, in terms of making a request from God, does God say, I elevated you? Okay, a little trivia question here. Anyone who uh, gets this answer will get the Hoover vacuum cleaner. Look at number eight. Eidus bihoisef samay betseisay al eretz mitzrayim svas lo yadati eshma. Hasiroisi misevel shechmai kapav midud ta'avarna. When do we say this, Pasuk? Anybody know? When do we say this, Pasuk? Does it sound familiar? No? This is the Yoim of Chamishi. The Hayoim Yoim. Lam Nasech Lekizim Israel Asa. Eidus bihoisayf samay betseisay al Eretz Mitzrayim. We say this on Thursday. Eidus, testimony. Bihoisayf refers to Yoisayf. Yosef HaTzadik, God added the letter He to his name because of his tzidkos. When God placed him as king over Egypt, he says a language I don't know I hear. Remove yourself, remove your shoulder from your package, your palms from the midud, your palms from the spigot, ta'avarna, you should remove. What does this refer to? There's a pasuk in Mishalach. They, Bnei Yisrael said to Moshe, if only you would have killed us in Egypt. When we sat on the pot of meat. When we ate bread and satiety, why are you taking us to the desert to kill us? We were whining and dining in Egypt. We were barbecuing. We had such good food, delicacies, cuisine. Moses, why are you taking us out to the desert to murder us? We had such good food. We were cooking up a storm in Egypt. For real? This is what the Jews came up with? Imagine if somebody would say, when they were liberated from Dachau, why are you liberating us from Dachau? We were whining and dining on all kinds of delicacies and cuisines and relaxing and enjoying ourselves, and now you're taking us out to kill us? I mean, what kind of narrative is this? I don't even think the UN could pull off something like that. Maybe they could. But what is this story? Did you ever wonder? The Jews, they're always complaining of how good things were in Egypt. Now I'm going to tell you a little secret. I love this approach so much that I think I want to give it when we get back to Parshas B'Shalach. So if we do it, you'll forgive me and you'll you'll nod and you'll say a good cheer. But we might, we might see this again because this was uh, something I was not aware of. Rabbi Schwab says, what is this Pasuk we say in the Yom of Yom Chamishi? Eidos b'hoisev samay what is this language that I don't know that we heard in Egypt? And the language is, remove your shoulder from your labor. 
What's going on over here? When did God tell us to remove our shoulder from labor? And then God says, Kapav ta'avarna. Remove your palm from the spigot of cooking. What is this talking about? When did God tell us to stop barbecuing? The answer is, we find that Bnei Yisrael complained in the Midbar. It said, What were the Jews complaining of? Oh, things were so wonderful in Egypt. We... We dined out in five-star restaurants. What, what were they hallucinating? What were they saying? The answer is, says Rabbi Schwab, that, think about it. You know, the night of Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, we said, oh, this is the poor man's bread that we ate in Egypt. That means they're acknowledging that they ate the food of the poor man. So what are they saying? Oh, we would cook up a storm in Egypt. The Egyptians didn't even give us a few minutes to let our dough rise, let alone cook meat. So they definitely did not eat lechem la and they certainly didn't eat basar. Why are they always complaining and imagining up the good times in Egypt? The answer is, this coming Thursday, you're now going to know the answer, and when you say the Yom Shel Chamishi, you're going to have a deeper, a deeper insight. Namely, Eidos Bihoisev Samay. Does anybody know what day of the year was Yosef HaTzadik made the king of Egypt? Viceroy? It was Rosh Hashanah. He came out of jail on Rosh Hashanah. Eidos Bihoisev. On Rosh Hashanah, Yosef became the king of Egypt. And on Rosh Hashanah, Hashem was Mavatel our Avoidah in Mitzrayim. Rosh Hashanah, 210 years later, we stopped working in Egypt. Butla avoida me avoisin be mitzrayim. Well, how do we know? It says, Vahoitseisi escha mitachas sivlois mitzrayim. And Hashem said, Hasiroisi mi sevel shechmai. Remove your shoulder from the burden. All of a sudden, for 210 years, we're working, we're slavery, we're slaving away. And we hear a language we don't understand. Yedilach, take it easy. You don't have to work anymore. It's Rosh Hashanah, the final year. The Avoidah is done. It's finished. And for those six months, until the Geula in Nisan, B'nai Yisrael were free from Shibod. Even though the first three Makos, by the way, were also in Eretz Goishen, Klal Yisrael did not suffer from them. And in those six months, for 210 years, we, did, we couldn't even eat bread. But once the Avoidah stopped in Mitzrayim, from Rosh Hashanah until Pesach, oh, we kicked back, and we enjoyed ourselves. We ate basar, dogim, v'chomatanim. So after Kriyas Yamsuf, that all the Egyptians were slain, Klai Yisrael looked back and they said, Why, Moses, why are you taking us into the Midbar? And that we used to cook up a storm and eat lechem la and we used to eat fish. And they want, they look back at the glory days of Egypt. What were they talking about? The answer is, Eidos bihoisev samay. On Rosh Hashanah, the Avodah was battle. And then God said a language they didn't hear. They said, Stop working. But then, God told them something 
that they didn't really understand the meaning of. God said, Eidus bihoisev, God sent a message to the Jewish people that they didn't quite get. Remove your shoulder from the burden. God says, I'm telling you now, I'm going to tell you now, why you don't have to work in Mitzrayim. The reason you don't have to work in Mitzrayim is not so that you could cook up a storm and get special, make special dishes, and become involved and immersed and engrossed in eating. No, the reason I'm telling you that you don't have to work in Mitzrayim, the reason of for Hasiroisi Misev El Shechmai is Kapav Midut Ta'avarna, is to get out of the kitchen. The purpose of Yitzias Mitzrayim is to stay away from excessive food. Sheyistalku Misrabasa, get away from the meat. Gulas Mitzrayim was not a physical redemption, it was a spiritual redemption. Hamalchum Eretz Mitzrayim, to raise you up. Listen to what God said. God said words that Klaiso didn't understand. God said, Hasiroisi misev el shechmai, move your shoulder away from the burden. Why? Kap of midut ta'avarna, I want you to get your hands out of the food. Stop being involved in food. I'm elevating you from Mitzrayim to be away from the taiva of Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim was a makom taiva, like the Chumash reiterates many times. Kemase Eretz Mitzrayim loisasu. Don't think I'm taking you out of Egypt to lessen your burden. I'm taking you out of Egypt to elevate you above and beyond the taiva of Mitzrayim. That's what it means. God didn't just take us out. He elevated us above all the taiva of Mitzrayim. So we come into the Midbar. And the Jews again, they want meat. And God says, bury that. They called it the burial of taiva. Kisham Kavru. There they buried as Ha'am HaMesavim. The people that desired. So why don't they call it Kivrois Hamisavim? No, they called it Kivrois Hataava. The burial of Taiva, of desire. That's where desire was buried. And in the that parak of Tehillim, where we find. Hasiroisi mi sevel shechmai kapa midut tavarna. God says Yisrael em tishmali lo yiavachal el zarchar el zar. Don't be so engrossed in your yitzar hara. Anoichi Hashem aloykecha hamalcha meyaretz mitzrayim. That's where this pasuk appears. It appears in the aftermath of God telling us stay away from excessive food. But the Pasuk says, We didn't listen. God, the Jewish people didn't want me. And they were sent after the whims of their heart. And they followed their own counsel. And they were punished. And God smote them. And then they were elevated to the Madriga that God wanted. Because all of the desirers died. And they called it Kivrois Hatava. That's where Taiva was buried.
Because, by the way, before this episode, it says the Jewish people were crying, which Rashi says they were crying because they wanted to be able to indulge in Arayas. And when all of this taiva was buried, then Hashem says, Anoichi Hashem Eloikecha Hamalcha. You ready for this? When does God turn to us and say, Klal Yisrael, ask me whatever you want and I'll, and I'll give you your heart's request. You could ask, you could ask me for the biggest things. Don't spare any request. I'll give you whatever you want. That promise of Anoichi Hashem Eloikecha Hamalcha is in the aftermath of God saying, I'm taking you out of Egypt. Provided that kapav midud ta'avarna, stay away from engrossing in taiva, in food. If you stay away from there, and you will allow me to be malcha, to elevate you above all the taiva, then you can ask anything, because if you don't have any taiva, all of your requests will be for inyane ruchniyas. Once you have transcended taiva, there is no question you could make any request of God. God, I want to have infinite love for you. I want to have infinite fear for you. I want to have infinite devekos. I want to know kala tarakula. God says, don't spare any request. Don't hesitate. Ask anything. Anything. God, I want a Lamborghini. No, no, no. You're making a mistake. This promise, this, this, uh, concession that I'm making, that you could ask me anything, is provided that you listen to what I told you before, of kapav midot tavarna, stay away from taiva, be from those who are malchamerzam, who are elevated. Then, as the Gemara tells us, what does it mean, har chapich v'amaleo? Targum says, afti pumach, open your mouth, in the words of the Torah, v'amali yasam ikol and I'll fill you up with all good, as the Gemara says in Brachais. Harchev Pichav Amaleu is referring to Torah. And if your tefillahs and your requests are for physical things, then God says, no promises. There's no deal. I never said that I'm going to give you whatever you want. I didn't even say I'm give you anything. But if you listen to me, of Hasiroisi Misevel Shechmai, I'm taking you away from the bondage. Why? Kapav Midut so that you remove your hands from your cooking, meaning from your excessive indulgence in meat, and you follow my directive, that you're going to bury the taiva, then, as the Gemara says, Harchev picha, bedivrei toiroksev, the Gemara says, Harchev v'amaleu ahu bedivrei toiroksev, then v'amaleu, then I will satiate that. When we transcend the physical and we allow God to elevate us out of Mitzrayim, not just to take us out, but to elevate us, then God really and genuinely promises a Jew could turn to God and make any spiritual request, and God will grant it without any limitations. And regarding this Besura Toiva that we heard from God, You know what our response is? Ashrei ha'am shekacha loy Wow, how fortunate we are that we have this opportunity. Fortunate we are that Hashem is our God. So after all these seven braids of Hoidu, where God says, I I listen to your tefillah of bitachon, that you want me to show you 
my chesed. My ultimate chesed is to raise you above taiva. And then in that matzav, you could open your mouth and make any spiritual request you want, and I will fulfill it. And Klal Yisrael are so overjoyed, we respond, Ashrei ha'am she'kach alay, Ashrei ha'am she'ashem alaykav. A very beautiful and majestic understanding of the penultimate psukim of Haidu. And Bezos Hashem, hopefully before the uh, new uh, year, before Elul, we'll try to finish Haidu. Thank you everybody for joining us today. Baruch HaVatzlacha, Agutin Shabbos Nachamu, and Tuba Av, and Shabbos Havalin Otayma. Shkayach. Oh, very nice. Have a good Shabbos.